Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, where we bring you stories that delve into the science and spirit behind intriguing people doing extraordinary things. Welcome to the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, episode 104, From the Road with Dave Proctor with his trans-Canadian record-setting attempt. Day 40, um, he is just west of Thunder Bay, Canada. And, you know, from what I can tell, catching up with Dave before the podcast here, he's feeling great. And uh, let's find out from the man himself. Dave, how are you feeling? Oh, hey, great hearing from you, buddy. Um, I'm doing really well. Uh, yeah, you're catching me on the side of the highway. You can probably even hear the vehicles traveling by. Um, on day 40, I just went through Thunder Bay, Ontario. And um, I think at this point, I've traveled 4,200 and, and change kilometers. Um, so definitely well over the pace that I wanted to set and definitely, definitely well over the, uh, the uh, Trans-Canadian speed record. Uh, as of right now, I feel like if I were to keep this pace, I'm going to be breaking it by what looks to be about six and a half days um, of 72 hours and or 72 days and 10 hours. And I'm feeling, you know, in a really good flow still. I know any of our listeners who listened last week, um, I said I was really, really good, a really good spot where I'm feeling like the effort is good. It's reasonable. I've got a reasonable amount of body pain, but it's not crippling. I'm doing all the things necessary when it comes to fueling and hydration and getting plenty of sleep, uh, which I, I believe for, for me is, is just paramount. Um, and, you know, I'm getting great support from my crew members who are flying in and flying out. Uh, we just had a new crew member fly in this morning, and that's Matt Shepard, and he's uh, an incredible Canadian ultra runner who his energy is, is paramount. He is just a very, very energetic dude. And he's going to bring the energy the next 10 days of his leg before he flies out and, and other crew members fly in. So I'm doing really, really well. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling like, you know, pressing it a little bit when it comes to not the speed, but the distance every day. And uh, I feel at this point now, at 40 days in, of this 66 day journey, I'm not at a point where I feel worried about, you know, okay, it's still the very beginning. I, I don't know what to expect here later on. I, I feel like I'm in the throes of this. And the throes of this are reasonable and okay. And I've accepted this current state and I can't wait to uh, run all throughout the day and into next week. <laughs> that's great. They want to keep running. Well, of course, that's what you set out to do. So I guess that's a logical sort of position to be in. And if our listeners doing the math, it's like 2,560 miles, which is an epic amount if you were driving, let alone running. I mean, 40 days, boy, that's quite a bit of time. I guess 26 to go. Sounds still like a lot, but, you know, it's starting to reduce. You know, each week we do this, they'll be like, oh, wow, 
we're getting closer and closer to um, to the goal here. How's the weather today? Yeah, so the weather has been really quite good. I mean, let's face it, you know, coming out from the East Coast, there were many days where it rained all day long. Uh, I have had some headwinds. But the, the thing that really cripples me when it comes to the weather is the heat. And we haven't had a big heat blast until until today. Um, now, right now, it's... Oh, what time is it now? It's about 7... 45 a.m. my time and so it's still cool in the morning but it's supposed to get up to 32 33 degrees and in a humid area right beside Lake Superior that can get really hot yeah like really really hot so you know heat management is going to definitely be a consideration later on today but you know generally overall you know yeah there are days that I'm cursing at at the wind, I'm cursing at the, the rain or the lightning or the thunder or the hail. Um, but it's not been anything that, you know, I, I, that, that I feel like I've been, that, that has broken me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, you're out here and it's out of your control. Right. You know, so the weather, the weather is this and, and this is this. Which, you know, that's part of how this all comes together, right? I mean, because your word, which we've all sort of, I think, grasped onto, acceptance, puts a lot less uh, negative energy into the situation, you know? Because if you don't accept it, then you're pushing a lot of negative energy against something that you have really no control over. So accept it, work through it, right? Adapt and adjust and... Uh, say okay well this is what it is because i gotta run another 105 kilometers and i'll get to the hotel and i'll get to sleep again absolutely absolutely and you know sometimes it's not even just that it's the you know like i i i know it sounds ridiculous but i haven't i haven't found myself once in the last you know 4,200 kilometers um wanting to be anywhere than 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 where i'm currently not mm. you know i'm like right now i'm i'm here talking to you joe and this is the best part of my moment right now and it's not necessarily the best part of my day because I, I don't know what's about to happen i know i know matt stopped by a bakery and he kind of showed me a couple of things and that might be the best best part of my day i, I don't know <laughs> but I'll, I'll i'll experience that when when the time comes and uh you know, but right now, you know, like, I, I, I find this, the essence of what this is, is flowing so well that I find that I'm in a, a space where I look up ahead and I see a bend in the road, and that's it. And I'm not running to, you know, the Ontario border. I'm not running to the next major city center. I'm not running to, you know, to to the vehicle at the end of the day where I can go and have a hot shower and, and, and food and, and a warm bed to sleep in. I feel like I'm not looking forward to any of those things because I'm really just really quite enjoying every single step out here, which is, is strange. And I've never felt that before with running. I always have felt that, you know, there's little carrots and there's little reward systems that we, that we place but maybe the, just the reward system is this unto itself. 
is having this experience and being present right now. And it's kind of a beautiful feeling when you acknowledge that and you can kind of let go of all these attachments of what, oh, no, no, I'm going to feel good when I get this. I'm going to feel happy when I feel this. I'm going to feel fulfilled when I drink this. You know, what if none of those things were to happen? And what if fulfillment and joy and happiness and all the things that you've ever wanted are right here, right now? Yeah, I think that is, uh, you know, what we'll hope for here, Dave, is what you learn on the road during this amazing adventure you carry through for the rest of your life because it's a magical experience you're getting to go through. Um, many don't get the chance to do that. And if we can bring that attitude to the rest of our lives, even yourself, you know, you're going to spend a lot more days just doing your normal thing than this. So we want to carry through that positivity, that, you know, that feeling that this is my life and I really like it uh, and I'm going to go along with it. Seems like a, a good lesson to learn. Well, you know, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I also like would even further that to, you know, the idea of, of creating bookends in our lives. You know, I, I know, Joe, that you and I both and all of our listeners kind of create these, you know, okay, I'm in the doldrums here at work today. I'm filling out all these spreadsheets and I, I just hate doing spreadsheets or, or whatever that is. And, but, you know, when I get home, I'm going to crack a beer and my life will be good. Or we plan a vacation. And, okay, I'm going to have to get through my day-to-day. -day and, you know, it's all the, the full catastrophe, right? Like, the, oh, the, the needing partner and the whining kids and the, you know, aging, aging adult, aging parents and, and the work stresses and all the, the full catastrophe. But as long as, as long as I have that vacation plan, I can dream about that and that's, and that's when I'm going to be happy. You know, but it's an interesting thing when you're longing for something that isn't here now because it always leaves you wanting. And I think that that's one of the things that I've kind of, I've, I've, I've settled out here. And maybe this is one of the reasons why I'm feeling as confident and strong is because, you know, there is no, you know, there is no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You know, the pot of gold is right in my hands right now. It's in this experience of looking around and smelling the smells and, and even the slight wave that you give the, the transport truck driver on the way by and you create a connection. You know, that's, that's the pot of gold. It's just right here, right now. Yes, sir. Couldn't agree more. No need to buy a lottery ticket. You already won by being here. And I think that that's the, takes a journey to get there and find and figure that out uh, because it's not so obvious. I don't know. It seems often that there are, you know, factors in the world that conspire sort of against us finding out sort of this true meaning of life. Um, I think sometimes maybe on the passing of a friend or a family member, we might think a little more deeply about, you know, the beingness and the why we're here and, and life in general, or you have to go maybe do an experience, you know, 
for some that might be running across Canada. Uh, for others, we have to find our path there and what might trigger us into a good state like that, you know, that closes down a lot of these externalities that don't really guide us in the right direction. They guide us towards some confounding perspective. And then it, it forces us to be our own worst enemy, you know, which is that we're the ones who get in the way of us living our own version of our magical life. Like, why would we do that? Why would we get in our way? I think this is what you figured out leading into the, the run across Canada, which is, I'm not going to be my enemy. I'm going to be my supporter. I'm going to be my biggest fan and I'm going to go do this. And yeah, it's great to, you know, be with you on this journey because indeed, uh, I think these are thoughts that abstract really a lot of the depth of what we're all trying to figure out while we're on our own journey. Well, yeah, and I, I, I think too, like at, at times, like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not in this, you know, purely enlightened state out here because there are <laughs> complex, right? There are these, you know, like even this morning, I was like, okay, I'm on day 40. And I have not been, you know, I've not been contacted by any one media outlet, you know, like, what's up with that? And then, you know, I, I started going down this bit of a rabbit hole in my head. And, you know, of course, then you start thinking, well, Dave, you know, these are, these are pretty toxic, you know, thoughts that you're having about the need to be admired or acknowledged by a, a greater group of people. Um, for people to stand on the side of the highway and applaud you, right? But you know, what the hell is that? And why is that important to you? And is it important to you? Or is it, is it something that you, you know, are holding on and it does, it, there's, a, there's a string held onto, onto by your ego? And, you know, and then on the other hand, I kept thinking, okay, well, what's the alternative? Is that... You know, media sources aren't reaching out. So every single person driving by is wondering, you know, who the hell is that running down the highway in a cowboy hat? Like, that's weird. But they don't know what I'm doing, right? And but what's also really cool is that, you know, I have, I've had very few runners come out running with me. So I've had countless, countless days of running alone out here on the Trans-Canada Highway. And I got to tell you, it is meditating. This is like a 40-day meditation. And, you know, I, I feel like I know my own personality that I, if I had runners running out here, I would feel like I would want to entertain. Yep. Right? And, and that's all fine and good. That, that's really fun at times. But I also know that I would, I would like, oh, okay. You know, I, I want to kind of be left alone. I want to I fall into my meditation quietly. But I would feel the conflict that I go, oh, you know, I have to take selfies and, and, and talk to people and, you know, and so forth. So it's kind of, it's interesting when, when you need something in this world at any, at any time, it's provided. And I think I need solstice out here. And I think I need calm. And I need to be out here on my own doing this for me. And that's okay. I think it's how, how come you're going to actually break the record. I think this is a, an effort that requires that level of focus. And we all, for those of us who listen and go running, 
you know, we know we run very differently when we run by ourselves versus run with someone else. We rarely run our version when we're with other people. And I think that too much of that could get in the way, you know? So, yeah, you know, and I think, uh, you know, for some of us who've been following along every day, there's been a bit of, uh, you know, this story that you've been following that you lived through in a way funny, but this Terry Fox story. Uh, maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about who Terry Fox was, why there's some importance to it, and how that's sort of affected some of your thinking as well. Yeah, so I I grew up in Canada. Uh, I grew up in, in a small town called High River in Alberta. And, you know, I was born in 1980, and there was a very important thing that happened in Canadian history in 1980. And there was a fellow named Terry Fox, 20 years old, 20 year old kid. Um, he lost a, a leg to cancer, and he trained, and, and, and be it not so not so very hard, right? But he had a big heart, and that was apparent to everyone. And he set out to run across Canada on. At that time in 1980, prosthetics were not were not pretty. They were not as efficient as what they what we have now. They looked more like a baseball bat. And he was set out to do a marathon a day. And he started off in St. John's with not a lot of fanfare. But by the time that he rolled through the uh, the uh, maritime provinces and Quebec and into Ontario it became monstrous and you know it was it was everything in the news uh, it was it was it was terry fox pandemonium and you know he you know he as a 20 year old kid you know who suffered through cancer at a, just a young age you know taught the rest of us a lot about courage and determination and to believe in your dreams and to not give up. And, you know, he had this look of agony on his face every day, but yet every day he got up and he got at it and he went to work and he believed in a dream and he had a, he had a reason to get up and do this every day. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Terry's cancer came back and the section that I ran yesterday um, was called the, the the highway of courage, the Terry Fox highway, because in that section, he must've been in excruciating pain because his cancer came back and was spreading everywhere, but yet he still ran. And just uh, where I ended my day yesterday was where he was uh, wheeled off the highway in an ambulance. And he, uh, he, did, he, he, didn't, he didn't live very long thereafter. He ended up passing away and you know, I look at my life and I look at the strong, you know, people who, who, who taught me, you know, courage and determination and, you know, the, you know, uh, you know, the, the value of a hard day's work and all of those things. And, you know, it's interesting because we always, you know, focus on the people that are closest to us, you know, our grandfather or our mother or our, our, our basketball coach, or but what about just examples like him? And I remember every year 
you know, showing up to the Terry Fox run. And I would feel inspired and I would try to hold back my tears listening to the story in um, the gymnasium before the Terry Fox run every year, feeling like I could, I could do anything if I just put my mind to it. And so, you know, it's weird, full circle, you know, 41 years after his death, I'm 41 years old. And here I am out running the exact same footsteps as Terry Fox. And yesterday, knowing that that was the day that he was in as much pain as he was, um, and that we knew that his day ended, that, you know, along that highway, I had a hard time holding it together. I, you know, I, I ran side by side with Terry yesterday, and I, I can't thank him enough for the legacy that he has left because 41 years later, he's motivating me to, to be better and stronger and more capable and more courageous. And, you know, it's, it's beautiful, the legacy that we can all leave for others if we just try. And I think that's, that's what Terry Fox means to me. And I know he means something very different for every Canadian, but he is my hero. And yesterday was a really hard day because it felt like I was, I felt like I was, um, I felt like I was at his funeral. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Uh, I think, you know, part of what you've been exploring is these, you know, different, um, sort of experiences that preceded you and you're creating one that is going to be the Dave Proctor experience. And I think others will have benefited uh, and felt the same thing you felt about Terry Fox's experience. They'll feel something about yours. And I think, you know, part of why we're doing this is to make sure we capture the feeling. I always want to remind our listeners that you're recording this while you're running alongside the highway. I have to say the audio is amazing, Dave. Um, it almost sounds like you're sitting back in your office <laughs> in Calgary. And, oh, that's uh, so funny. That's great. But you also don't sound like you're putting in the effort that any of us would be doing, which is like breathing like crazy to try and get in three or four words. So it's fun to think about that you've uh, got yourself into a place of a great running flow, which is, you know, we all know if we run too hard, we get really, really tired fast. And you're finding a great place there. It's just really cool. Um, you know, on some of the, I always like to check in on some of the, just the intricacies of this. How are you sleeping? Is it easy to fall asleep at night? Is that working? Yeah, I, um, your sleep is going really well. Uh, we've, you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of critics we're saying, oh, Dave's running too fast. Um, you know, this is this is a very as you, and you can all hear my voice, right? Like, yeah. I'm not running fast. I'm not <laughs> I'm not exerting a big effort here, but I am running a a five minute and forty five second per kilometer pace right now. And so, you know, it's 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 hard to explain that. You know, my fitness uh, for the first week built into my fitness in the second week. And then fitness built into the third week and the fourth week. And I don't even know how many weeks 40 days is now, but like there's a, there's a fitness that's been created 
And you know what I'm really excited about is if it does end up getting even stronger. Uh, my fastest day was yesterday. My second fastest day was the day before. Like, I'm getting fitter the further that I'm out here. And I know that doesn't make any sense that I should be crumbling. But I think that I found a very, very, very workable routine. And I don't want to break away from it. That is run at a certain pace that slightly tucks under that zone two that you know i'm creating this metabolic system that kind of feeds onto itself throughout the day um i've been training for years as well to, to eat a ton of food and i'm eating oh more now probably five six hundred calories an hour out here and so throughout a an 11 hour run you know that's you're looking at 6,000 calories. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm eating a ton, so I'm, I'm not really losing a lot of weight. I think I've probably lost maybe five pounds. If that, which is kind of funny, like, you know, I kind of joke a little bit, like, hey, what does a guy have to do to, to lose a few pounds? You know, like, you know, this is, you'd think I would be skinny as hell by now, but, but I'm, I'm just eating a lot of food. Um, I sleep, I'm getting eight hours a night. You know, it's very, very efficient in the morning and it's very, very efficient at night. When I get back to the hotel room, we're staying in hotels and Lana is, is uh, booking all the closest hotels and orchestrating and organizing all of that. So I don't have to think of anything. All I have to do is be out here and do what I'm currently doing right now is going for a jog and my crew, takes care of everything so they load everything in there's a checklist of what needs to be done i hop in the shower i do body care work with my knee and my ankles and my hips and i do all those things and then i eat and uh get into my recovery pants and i fall asleep for, for eight hours and i wake up in the morning and i feel i feel ready to go I don't, I'm actually excited to get out and, and go running. I don't know it sounds ridiculous because you'd think you'd lie there in bed and go, no, not another day because that's where the pain and the torture and, uh, and uh, everything comes in. But like we talked about last week, Joe, you know, that's also where the adventure is. It's also where the, the exploration is. It's also where the, the experience is and the beauty is are and you know why would i want to turn away from that right so you know the system the system that we've set out is very very like i i all i see is is my hotel room um the vehicle to drive me out to where we stopped the night before i run i get in the vehicle and we're back in the hotel room i've not seen a restaurant i've not seen a coffee shop I haven't had to do any grocery shopping. I haven't done any laundry. I'm kind of worried about after I'm done this run because I've, I've become a toddler. Like I don't know how to do things anymore simply because I only have to do this. <laughs> but that's the system that we created and Good. it's working. No, that's uh -huh. a beautiful thing, yeah. Um, where are you running now? Is it pretty? Is it industrial? Is it, uh, what does it look like? Describe it to us. Yeah, it's quite pretty. It's, uh, sadly, I'm running away from Lake Superior now. So I've crossed the, the Great Lakes 
and uh, I'm right now about 15, 20 kilometers west of Thunder Bay, and that's right on the tip of, of Lake Superior. Um, so now it's just really dense bush on either side. The, the trees and the bush are probably about 30 feet off of either side of the highway. It's, uh, it's not a divided highway, it's a single lane highway. And so it's got a nice wide shoulder. I feel very, very safe. And there's not a lot of traffic on the road. Um, it's warming up, I can feel it already. It's gonna be a cooker today. But um, yeah, Lake Superior is, it was beautiful. It was mesmerizing, but it was also big and intimidating. And, you know, I, I, it made me feel a bit small. You know, I was even in one of my social media posts, I thought it was funny. It was, I said, you know, if you look at the entire map of Canada from, from a, from a, from a, from an out, from an, uh, you know, uh, a, you know, outside view, it looks like a straight line. But if you zoom in, because of how big it is, there are sections where you, around Lake Superior, I had to run almost five days north to then continue west. I like that. I had to travel you know, 500 kilometers to get around Lake Superior. So when you're running north or south or east and not running west, you kind of don't feel like you're making progress. I know you're making progress, but it's incredible just the, the volume of this country and the size. And right now from here on in, I'm generally running west. And that, may, that makes my heart happy because I feel like, you know, I'm running home to my kids in Calgary, Alberta. I'm running home to my girlfriend, Lana, in Oak Stokes. And, uh, yeah, it feels like I'm getting to Victoria quicker now. Nice. That's awesome. And you've been eating, you know, similar foods that's working. Your baked good fascination continues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, every single food item that I've been eating, I, you know, I want more of. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, I don't know, I've fallen into such a groove where, you know, yeah, but, but I also really want good baked items, not like, you know, grocery store baked items, but like proper bakery items. Mm. And they're hard to find, you know, yeah. in, in kind of these remote areas. But when you end up getting like, like fresh made bread or rolls or whatever, oh my God, like that's, that's all you want. Right. It's just, you know, like what I was telling my crew is that, you know, I don't have a lot of comfort in my life right now. Um, but my main comfort is food. And so when you end up eating a delicious whatever, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it just makes makes you happy, makes your world good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and my hydration has been on point. Um you know, I was going to do a post in the next couple of days, just ultimately about adaptogens and how, I don't know, even all of our listeners right now are probably wondering, okay, it doesn't sound like Dave's been running for seven or for 4,200 kilometers. And I think it's because my systems aren't crumbling on onto themselves. And I think, you know, my digestive system is handling the stress, my circulatory system is handling the stress my muscular system is handling the stress and I think you know the use of adaptogens um, you know an hourly during an activity like this you know is something 
that's quite new to the running community, but I think it's going to transform the running community because people are going to want to have success in endurance events. And I think the only way to do that is to, you know, to, uh, to kind of stop the stresses of the body the best way you can. And I think that's, that's, that, that comes down to what you're putting in your body when it comes to, to drink and, and, and food. Yeah, well, <clears throat> of course, the fuel, I, I mean, there's so many ways it can go wrong. When you get it right, you, we all know we want to stick with that. So keep, uh, keep eating and drinking <laughs> the same oh, uh, yeah. that you've been doing, because that's a, that's a great uh, Yeah, part and, of and I know doing. nobody's going to believe me, but like I, I haven't puked once. I haven't felt, and that's wow. what upsets me once. Um, my joint inflammation is reasonable. You know, through the use of CBD products, and and so I don't know. It's 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 just amazing. Um, I I can't describe it, but I think people are seeing it. Um, you know, from watching from afar in the live tracker and on and so forth. And I, you know, even find all everybody on Strava. I always love the the haters, right? Because then they say, hey, this is humanly impossible. Well, no, it's not. And I'm out here doing it. And. Uh, you know, put in enough hard work and I think you can do it too. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well, we'll leave those people to themselves because, you know, really they're what sad situation that they bring to this anyway. Uh, yeah. Right. It's, um, you know, it's nothing short of remarkable uh, to sort of, you know, from a distance go on the journey with you. I look forward to these conversations every week and you know getting the check-in to see how you're doing uh i'm sure that uh, you know this time goes by sort of quickly for you and then you get back to it uh, any other thoughts before we uh let you uh get to the running again uh no not really i mean you know i i, I wish i had more you know because I, I find that during events like this like at least what i'm what i gravitate towards is you know like right now i'm listening to the audiobook north by scott jurek and jenny jerk and you know it sounded like it was a disaster and it sounded like there was turmoil and there was stress and there was you know like oh my god he was on the edge of breaking and and you know that kind of stuff is fun to read and i really wish joe i could I could I could entertain you guys more with like, oh my God, let me tell you the story about the, you know the the pending disaster and the and the, oh my God the foot pain and the, but but I'd rather not <laughs> because like I'm having a good time out here and and uh, this is really fun and enjoyable and and uh, I don't know you probably a lot of the listeners are thinking well if you're having fun why don't why don't you go faster or why don't you go further. And you know, I, I'll, I'll, I, I, I don't know. You don't want to kind of upset the apple cart. But then, on the other hand, hey, that's you know, slightly coming as well too. I am slightly increasing volume every day, and uh, and it's holding up to from 105 to 107 kilometers. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where I'm at in a week or two. But you know, to all of our listeners out there, you know, just believe in yourself and your self worth, and go out. And just take it. You know, take it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I like actually, Dave, that you're putting out 
sort of the alternative storyline, which is the no drama storyline. We don't need any drama to live a big and spectacular life, to do amazing activities, to sort of, you know, have such a high sort of value of oneself that we can set out and do just remarkable, you know, activities like you're doing. Because really, at the end of the day, our time here is short on the planet. Um, we should optimize our time as best we can. Enjoy what we're doing. It's our life. Have some fun. Appreciate everything that's there. You know, be in the moment and and just, you know, smile and, you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I think you're, you're a, a role model and an inspiration to all of us. Um, we wish you the best over the next few days. We'll check in uh, on the podcast on day 47 and uh, enjoy the run today, Dave. Thanks for spending time with us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, really enjoyed the talk, Joe, and I look forward to next week. Take care. What an honor to be able to uh, talk to Dave every week. I hope you're enjoying these conversations as much as I am. Uh, it's just a remarkable window into really this amazing um, effort that he's putting in. What a great co-host, what a great runner, and just an amazing person. So I hope you're enjoying these podcasts as much as I am. Look forward to next week. And there you have it, another amazing episode uh, brought to you by our sponsor, Performance Tea. I do think it's fascinating how he's out there doing this with baked goods and the Endurance Electrolyte Blend. It's amazing. On performancetea.com, you can find it. If you use Run Proctor 30, you'll get 30% off. And I think you'll find some of the same benefits that Dave is getting from using it every day. Ten servings, indeed, that's a lot. All right, well, look forward to connecting with you all next week. Thanks for coming with us on this journey and chasing tomorrow with us. Have an awesome day.